serious. You're growing up and you can't take it. Thank you for listening to Cereal and Milk, podcast for kids by kids. At Cereal and Milk, we like to stay curious and not too serious. Welcome to season two. In this season, we're going to be talking about our favorite things. We would love to hear about some of your favorite things. Just email us at cereal.milkpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode is going to be all about one of my favorite book series, I Survived. I'm excited because we even got to interview the author, Lauren Tarshis. Stay tuned to listen to our interview. Well, awesome. I'm so excited to meet you all, and thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. I have a few questions for you. Um, the first question, what gave you the idea to write the I Survived series? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I would say that it's a combination of my life as a mom, because I have four kids, um, and three of my boys did not like to read. So I was always looking for, a, you know, I was always looking for books to, for them that would, um, that would catch their attention and keep them reading and maybe teach them something. And it was hard. They just were not, they were not that, they just, they were not that interested in reading. Now they are, they're all grown up and they're big readers, but back then they weren't. So, um, Um, I remember once asking my son, Dylan, who's now 22, but when he was maybe, maybe 11 or 12, I said, you know, what kind of book would you like to read? And he said, I want to book, read a book about a really cool topic that um, has a lot of suspense and has a main character that's a kid like me. So I think that sort of sounds like the I Survive series, right? So that was part of the inspiration. And then the other thing is that I, I, I've been creating this magazine called StoryWorks, which is for kids your age. And I write a lot of nonfiction articles for that. And I've been doing that for many years. And I noticed that whenever I wrote about a topic from history, but had a kid in the middle of it, those were the stories that kids really like to read. So I think it was a combination of both you know, my experience as a mother and my experience as a writer that gave me the inspiration for the I Survive series. That's really cool. Uh, <laughs> all the background stuff. Even now I'll read back on a lot of your books. They're so awesome. Oh, thank you so much. You're so, you're so sweet. And that inspires me so much to get feedback like that from readers like you. Do you have any advice for young authors? Me and my friends are uh, kind of writing books and passing them back and forth to each other. That's so great that you're doing that. Um, I mean, that I think is so wonderful and the most important thing you can do. So my advice would be that you shouldn't think that a person... I remember when I was in fourth grade, we had an author who came to our school And she said something that made me feel really terrible. And even though she didn't mean to make me feel terrible, she said that she always knew she was going to grow up to be a writer because she knew that she had been born with a special gift. And I felt really terrible listening to that because I had no gift. I, I was not a good reader. I was, I just, there was nothing I was good at. So I thought to myself, well, oh no, you're supposed to be born with a gift and that just made me feel very discouraged. And it, was, it wasn't until many, many years later that I, I started to understand that, I mean, I have no gift. 
it took me 10 years to learn how to write a book. And I did it just like you're doing, you know, I wrote them and I shared them with friends and I tried to make them better. And, um, it was just like maybe playing a sport or cooking a cake or, you know, um, anything that we do where you start out and you're not good at it and you fail and you make a mess and you're really like, Oh my goodness, that seemed like a total waste of time. But if you keep at it, you get better. And that's, um, that is probably the most important message I like to share with young, with, with kids on any level, which is, you know, shouldn't feel at this age that you have to know what you're good at. You know, don't let anyone tell you that. I was 42 when my first book came out. So you guys have a lot of time to figure out what you might want to do and then learn how to do it by doing, by trying and not worrying if the first things or the second things or the third or fourth or fifth are where you want them to be. But it sounds like you're already on your way. (laughs) Sometimes, well, I wasn't really a big writer. I didn't really like math and I'm not a big fan of the whole, I used to not be a big fan of writing either. Um, but during quarantine, I was reading over some of my friends' books and I was like, Hey, I think I might give that a try. I think that's fantastic. And it's fun. I mean, I realized also like for me, I, I realized that once I started trying to write a book for kids and it took me a very long time, but I enjoyed doing it. And even if it didn't get published or even if no one ever read it, there was something super fun about trying to think of characters and learn how to write great descriptions and, um, think of a plot. I mean, it's fun to try to learn that. So I, I, I think you and I are in, in agreement. Um, are you ever going to write on I Survived COVID-19 2020? Oh, my goodness. What do you think? Probably. Do you think I should? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a hard book to write. I hope you guys should keep track of what's happening. I mean, you are doing this with your podcast. I mean, you guys are doing such a great thing by um, keeping a record of of what's happening now. Because years from now, your kids and your grandchildren and future readers and historians are really going to know what it was like for all of us living through this wild, unpredictable time. So I think that people who are keeping journals or doing podcasts or taking pictures and interviewing their family members, you guys are going to really help future writers. So I'm not sure what, you know, a lot of kids ask me that question and I under, and I understand why. I think we have to wait to see how it changes us. I mean, I think there might even be some things that come out of this that are, you know, I mean, it's been such a scary time and so many people have lost people they love and, you know, not being able to go to school and not being able to be with your friends and have Thanksgiving, all those things we love. But maybe also for some of us, there'll be some things that we've learned that are positive, you know, that we, we've we learned um, that will make our lives even better after COVID-19 is, you know, is in the past. So I think it'll be interesting and maybe one day I will write about it, but I think it'll be a little while before we figure out. We have to get through the point. Yeah, 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 definitely. Would you rather, like, would you rather be alive when the Revolutionary War happened or World War Two? Oh, goodness, that's a great question. I've never thought about that. Hmm, 
I think those would have been really scary. Both of them would be really scary. I mean, the difference in the Revolutionary War, I live in Connecticut, so I live in the middle of like, there were a lot of battles right around here where I live. Um, Our beach, there was a big invasion that happened there. And we have these, like, we have a lot of monuments for, um, of soldiers and um, different important people who were part of that. So I think that would have been very frightening. And um, back in the 1700s, you know, there, we didn't have things like medicines. I think it was, um, there were, life was much shorter. Most people only lived to be maybe in their thirties or forties. You know, you felt really lucky if you were. So I think there were a lot of uncertainties back then. So maybe World War II, but World War II was so terrible. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I would probably rather be in World War II. Why is that? Tell me, what is your opinion? Because first of all, I am all about the U.S. Army. Mm. And one of um, the Nazi invasion book helped me a lot. Really? You, do you Did you learn a lot from that book? And the D-Day battle. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad. I will tell you that I think that World War II... I'm so glad you're saying that is such an interesting thing to research because there's so many, you know, history is not facts. I've learned this, that history is not just facts and dates. It's really stories of ordinary people like us. So, and so many people wrote down their stories about World War II. So we can learn what it was like to be a soldier in D-Day you can learn what it was like to be in the woods of of east you know of eastern europe you can learn what it was like to be you know in a submarine um you know in the in the pacific and so it's so interesting for for all those of us who are interested in it because there's just thousands and thousands of stories that we can read at any time so one of my inspirations from your book was um the way like one of my favorite, like, I read this cool book. I'm reading it still. It's, like, this thick. It's called Guts and Glory. Oh, wow. And it's, like, by Ben Thompson. So you're you're really, you're just, I think that's so wonderful that you found something that you're curious about and you're just learning as much as you can. Isn't that great? I mean, that's, like, I think that's such a, that's such a, I've learned that, and I think you guys have already learned this, that, Life is much more interesting if you're interested in things, right? There's like always more you can learn and always more you can read about and it makes, and more, and to talk about and to be able to have these great conversations. One last question. Yes. What's your favorite cereal? Oh, my favorite cereal. That's a great question because, you know, every morning I have cereal for breakfast with bananas or blueberries every morning. And then what I do is my dog waits. He's very patient. He's not here with me right now. And he gets to have the last bite. That's awesome. And he's very, and sometimes, because I, and I put the bowl on the floor and he comes and sometimes, honestly, he does this every couple of days. He's like, wants to say thank you to me. So he takes his most prized bone. It's really disgusting actually, but it's his like favorite thing. And he walks into my office with his bone in his mouth and he drops it into the bowl. And it's like, here, you can have some of mine. (laughs) (laughs) But my favorite cereal, I like to mix cereals together. So I'll mix together like 
all sorts of things like granola and, um, you know, Cheerios and all sorts of stuff. People make, my family makes fun of me. Oh no, that's fine. (laughs) What is your favorite cereal? Mine? Well, it's hard to depend on which one because at my friends, they have like lots of Lucky Charms, lots of of Lucky Charms, so I have to pick Lucky Charms and then Frosted Flakes, but what I meant what I mixed once was frosted flakes and, you know, Lucky Charms. That is a that is a sugar attack. Lucky <laughs> Charms. I like to eat. I like to eat Lucky Charms just as a snack, like a candy, because they're so delicious. Do you ever do that? I'll just like put them in a little bag and take them on a, you know. Hi. Well, thank you so much, and thanks to your really nice mom for setting this up. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm working on my next I Survive book on the Galveston flood, the Galveston hurricane of 1900. Yeah, I can't so wait. This, is, this will, when I'm not cooking my Thanksgiving, I will be working on this and you'll be thinking of you guys and you'll inspire me through it. So thank you so thank much. You not too serious. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Great to meet you. Thank you for listening to Cereal Milk podcast for kids by kids. If you want to get in touch with us, just send an email to cereal.milkpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, stay curious and not too serious. Lately you're too serious, you're growing up and you can't take it.